Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where everything is poppin'. Grab your drinks, the show is about to begin. Well, howdy y'all and welcome back to Corks and Cowtown. I am joined in studio by one of my favorite people who's very important to me because, well, I like to look nice and that would be my hairstylist, Haley Clapp. Hello. I'm so happy that you're here. Also, I know that a lot of you have messaged me about my hair, so we're just going to go ahead and get through some like questions and things as well, too. So anyone who's not following her, it is Live to Die. And is it, wait, by Haley? Live yeah. to Die by Haley and on Instagram. And the two is the number two. Yes, the number two. And then on TikTok, it's the same, correct? Yes. Okay, yes. So not only... Have you recently gone very viral with one of your videos on TikTok? I have, I hit, yes. what, a million views? It's at 1.2 right now. That is so insane. And the craziest thing is it's not even a video that I really worked hard on. It was just one of those that put zero effort into it, and it just decided to blow up. I mean, I'm not mad at it, though, because I'm it's, like, either. so... It was just, like, so cute and, like, perfect. So I'm, I want to tell people, obviously, it's so it's your wedding. Like, it's, a, I guess... Is it more focused on the dress? I guess, in a sense, it's probably what got people's attention. There's a good mixture of people going crazy over my dress and people going crazy over my husband putting his hat over my hair after the confetti popped. It's just the sweetest little thing. It is. Everyone needs to make sure and follow Haley. So here's the thing is I feel like we need to just start from the beginning. So I found you, I guess, two years ago or three years ago now. I think it's been about two years. So yeah, like two years ago, I saw you on Instagram and I was wanting to do extensions again. And my friend who had typically done them before had started like a boutique and she had a baby and she was busy. And I was just like, I'm just going to go to someone else. And so that way I was like, I know she's super, super busy. And so I found you and you were working somewhere else at the time, which I do want to kind of dive into (laughs) because obviously we have some tea and the people love the tea. Yeah. So you were working at a, I think, what was the name of this? Can we say the name of salon or no? Should we? Or we, it has a certain name, like the type of salon, though. You were set a it on the- commission salon. Okay, so it's like a commission salon. Yeah. And so you work in like a tier system. Oh, okay. So they work off of, uh, it's technically called a summit salon. Okay, that's what it yes. is. Okay, so I'd never heard that term before. Yeah. So a summit salon. So that's like, is that why it has like the tiers and then you yes. can like reach a summit? Yeah. Well, I've never seen anybody make it oh. past like a level four. Okay. Um. So you start off as an associate, which is being somebody's assistant. And okay. then you have to bring in so many clients. I believe when I was in it, it was 35. Okay. Before you could get your own chair to become a level one stylist. Okay. And then when you became a level one, there was a service dollar goal and a retail dollar goal that you had to hit three months in a row. If you missed a month, it like started, started again. over. Okay. So it kind of made it harder for people to level jump. But yeah, that's basically how the system works. The highest level we had was a level four. And I believe she had been a level four for two or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really know what happens after a level four. I mean, I think that's kind of a bummer, though, because do you feel like people end up just getting trapped there because they feel like they can't maybe make it out? I do. I really feel like some of the stylists up there are just kind of trapped in that cycle. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do with just being comfortable with where you are and not necessarily striving to grow yeah because I got to a certain point where I was like okay well even if I level jumped like I wouldn't be growing much like your commission Mm -hmm. jumps by like two percent I think and then each um like your price increases by like a dollar or two on each service well I think that I only went there one time to see for your you there. Install, and it was literally yeah. for just my install. Yeah. And then the next thing I know is I got a text from you and it was just like, hey, by the way, not there anymore. And I was like, oh, okay, like this is awesome. And I'll just say this is obviously we've only known each other for a like semi short amount of time, but we've gotten pretty close mm-hmm. quickly. But like, I feel like you just changed as a person the second you left. Yeah. I feel like in my personal life and, you know, in my career, I feel like I've just flourished 
since mm-hmm. I left that salon and I don't know what exactly it was, but freedom, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, honestly, like freedom, because I know a lot of people that are going to be listening probably follow you. And so they've probably heard the other podcast you run was it aggravated chaos. Yes. So yeah. So I listened to that as well. And obviously I've heard the story already, mm-hmm. but you basically let the, I guess, owner or manager, the owner, you let the owner know that you were leaving the salon and that you planned on doing. So you did everything the right way, like mm-hmm. giving a two weeks. Yeah. Very respectful. Like very, about very it. respectful. And also one of the things some people may not know is your age and you are young yeah. for a considered to 23. most people. Yeah. So, but you did everything the right way and it was initially reciprocated mm-hmm. kindly and then Until not it wasn't. so much. Yes. <laughs> and then I don't know if you want to give it to us or not. Otherwise people go listen to aggravated chaos and listen to it, but you got some voicemails. Oh yeah. I got some pretty nasty voicemails. Yeah. So the way it all went down, it was a Friday and I didn't want to tell her at the beginning of the day because I knew she was going to make me leave Mm -hmm. as soon as I told her because unfortunately that's just how the industry is. Nobody wants you to work out at two weeks. However, I wanted to be respectful and say I was giving my two weeks just in case, Mm -hmm. you know, so I let her know and she was like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and just let you go. Um, And then she brought up my clients and was like, you know, I know you worked really hard for your clients and you did all of that through social media and I respect that. Um, And she was like, and normally we contact everyone's clients and offer them a discount to try to get them to stay here. Which I think is weird. And then there was a but... And then that's when she was like, I respect how you built your clientele. Like you did that. To make it seem like, hey, you did a really good job. Like we're going to kind of do things differently. Yeah. Yeah. That was not the case. And she, (laughs) yeah, not so much. So finish the story. So basically then I think it was you said that some of your clients ended up telling you, hey, we got reached out to by the salon. Yes. I would say Probably 20 of my clients reached out to me to let me know that that salon offered them a 50% off discount. 50% is huge. There's no profit in that, which I don't even understand why discount that much. Yeah. And in my opinion, when you're offering that hefty of a discount, you're not going to attract the kind of clients that you want. No. You're going to attract people that want to bargain Mm -hmm. and then they're going to leave and find the next best deal. Which most people with hair, I feel like already, unless you've been getting your hair done for like years, you understand price increases and things. But most people bitch about pricing in general. Mm -hmm. So then I can't even imagine what they like are signing up for then. Yeah. So... Again, I had like 20 clients reach out Mm -hmm. to me to let me know that. Well, then I had one of my extension clients who I hadn't met yet, but she had reached out to me, I would say a week or two before Mm -hmm. I left and I knew I was going to be leaving. So I had her pay me personally to order her extensions Mm -hmm. so I could have them shipped to me and not have to deal with the drama of trying to get them from the salon whenever I left and all that jazz. Yeah. So she paid me for the extensions and then I left. And And they were sent to you. And they were sent to me. So I had them in my possession. Well, she reached out to me and was like, hey, the salon just called me and told me that they have my extensions. And I was like, they absolutely do not. They're in my suite right now. Like I'm looking at them. And she was like, okay, well, I just wanted to let you know. And I told them that I paid you for them. I hope you, I didn't get you in trouble. And I was like, you're, what are they going to do? Like, I've already left. But like, why lie? And I mean, obviously that's like the grand question of like life is like, why lie about things? But for a business to do that, like if she had gone there to like get her hair done, what would they have done? I have no idea. They'd have been like, JK, we don't have your hair. (laughs) You have to order hair again. Actually, don't have it. Like, that would have just infuriated me. Yeah, no. So whenever I got that message, that's when I was like, okay, that's enough. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to the owner and I texted her because I wanted everything in writing. Which is smart. Because she had already, you know, had me under a completely different impression Mm -hmm. that 
we weren't going to part ways like this. Yeah. So I texted her and I was like, hey, I get this is just a business and you're trying to keep my clients and keep money in your salon, but I don't appreciate you lying to my clients about having their extensions when you don't. And she didn't even text me back. Did you say she like psycho called you? Yeah. She called me three times in a row and I was already with another client, so I couldn't answer, which Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have answered regardless because like I said, I want all of this in writing. Absolutely. And she left me three long, nasty voicemails. So if we're lucky enough, I hope you'll share one of those with us too that we can add in here. The next thing, Haley, is these clients that, yes, you brought them in from your Instagram and I complimented you on that because that's something you excel at. I complimented you on that. But they came into my business. Even if it was to see you, you were an employee here. You weren't self-employed here. You were an employee, and they came into my business, and you did their hair. They were on my books. They paid So I have every right to call those clients. You don't own them. I don't own them. And, yes, I knew that you could get hold of all of them, but you need to know this, too. I've already done two of your big customers on Saturday. We've done two more already today, so you didn't get them all, and I expect that you will get most of them, and I'm okay with that. You've worked hard to get them. I appreciate that you've worked hard to get them, but you don't own them, and so don't think that you own the marketplace. You're a level, we've talked about this, you're a level three. It doesn't mean that you're the best hairdresser in Fort Worth, and this is business, Haley. This is business, so there you go. But next time you have something to say to somebody and something important, speak to them. Quit texting. That's small. Again, if I didn't teach you anything else, surely you can hear that. After listening to it myself, I was just like, that is wild. What's wild to me is her audacity to say things like that to someone in my generation because we like to blast people. No, honestly. And that's the thing is like with social media nowadays, if you do the wrong thing to the wrong person, like the fact that you haven't done that already, like props to you because I would be very tempted. I I was very tempted, but being a new business owner at the time, Mm -hmm. I really thought hard about it. And I was like that. It wouldn't be a good look. It wouldn't make me look any better than her blasting her on the internet like that. So I chose to just keep it to myself. Well, if she ever does come back around and do something, I feel like that's when you should just like unleash the beast and just be like, you know what? By the way, (laughs) I have receipts because anyone listening knows that I love receipts Mm -hmm. for everything. And like I... I'm always amazed. And just like you said, is like the fact that nowadays people are willing to like call people out for their behavior like blows my mind that some people don't think that's going to happen. Like they're never going to experience a consequence in their life. I just don't get it. I will never understand. And I haven't heard from her since then. Uh, She did accidentally call me twice now. Okay. Um, One, I think it was like a month or two ago. She called me. Really? And I didn't answer that shit. No. Because why are you on my phone two years later? Literally. Like, so delete the number. I just I sent her a voicemail. Um, she didn't leave a voicemail this time, surprisingly. She's learning lessons. I guess so. Uh, and then she texted me and was like, sorry, didn't mean to call you. But let it ring almost the entire time, like, until I sent it to voicemail. I think she just wanted a response. I think so, too. Like, and then that is so bizarre. The other day, I got another call. No. And I just let it ring. And it rang, like, the full amount of time until my phone sent it to voicemail. It's like, how are you calling me on accident? Like, that's twice now in the past two months. That is so bizarre. And as far as I know, nobody else named Haley works there. No. So what's the mix-up here? I don't know. That's (laughs) weird. I was like, we could start a couple theories on that one. We could. So, okay, so... Obviously, you ended up starting your, you have your own salon suite now. Yes. Uh, can we say where it is? Yeah. At okay. Phoenix Salon Suites. Okay. So right off like Brian Irvin mm-hmm. and you have like a great window for like the natural, fo- like natural lighting photos and whatnot, which I love. Um, I think you're like thriving there. So it makes me happy, obviously, kind of seeing like the beginning to now. Yeah. Um, But you also obviously have had 
a couple setbacks just based on obviously you being such a social media presence, I feel like, is you talked about people not only ripping off your like videos and kind of taking things, claiming them as theirs, Mm -hmm. but then you also have had to get involved with law enforcement. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's not something I ever thought I would have to do, but here we are. Honestly, I can't believe it either. And I remember whenever you told me the story, I was like, there's no way this is real. It doesn't it doesn't sound real. It doesn't sound real because you would just think that by now people would just like learn their lesson of. I don't know. It's just I and here's the thing is like you can go round and round on it, but it's just like. Just because we wouldn't do something doesn't mean someone else wouldn't. Yeah. So I think that's what we kind of learned. But basically, someone didn't end up paying you for their services. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wasn't new. That's she, what, that's what she blew my mind. She had come to me before and had never caused any issues, like was the perfect, like ideal client. And then her the next time she came in... She was fine during the appointment, uh-huh. and then like no red flags during no, the appointment, none at all. Was it just a color, or yeah, what was the service? Yeah, we did a full balayage. Okay, so like a four-hour service, and she was fine the whole time. Like, and then she did the whole like, oh, let me go get my card. Yeah, so, and then she was like, I di- don't have it. Can I just give you my card when I get home? Yeah, so I told her that we could do that. Lesson learned: never do that again. Yeah. Um, she obviously never paid me once she got home and I, the lies began. Yes. She, at first it was, oh, I have to go pick up my kids in Mansfield. I'll give it to you when I get home. And then ghosted me the rest of the night. And the first night I really wasn't giving it too much thought because life really does get crazy sometimes. And I understand that. So I didn't start to worry until the next day rolled around and she was dodging my phone calls. So then I reached out to my cousin, uh, shout out to her because this woman literally knows everybody. (laughs) Um, She has a friend that's an attorney. So I was like, I know theft of service is a thing, but how do I go about this? Like, what do I do? And she was like, call the cops like right now and file a police report. Well, me being me. I wanted to, you know, give her a heads up that I was going to be doing that if she didn't pay me. So I told her, you have until 12 o'clock today to pay me or I'm calling the cops for theft of service. And she didn't answer me until 10 minutes before 12 o'clock and told me that she was in the hospital all night, that her oldest got rehospitalized, and that's why things have been crazy. And I started to feel a little bit bad you know, I I have a lot of siblings. I'm mm-hmm. around kids all the time. I really feel for people that go through things like that. But then she said, I can pay you in chunks over the next couple days. So just like making excuses. Like that tells me you didn't have the money to begin with. Mm-hmm. So at the point that she said that, I was like, nope, I don't feel bad for you anymore. So yeah. once I got off work, I filed a police report. And then I let her know, and she tried to send me $50 to prove that she was serious, and then offered to sign her car over as collateral. Shut up. Yes. Like, I don't want your car, (laughs) ma'am. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Well, didn't you say that also she said something afterwards, like, when you actually confronted her, she was like, oh, well, I have to do something with my kids, And she, like, ended up, like, kind of calling herself out as, like, she said she had to take her kids to school or something. But she'd said that her kid was, like, hospitalized. And it was for something that the kid wouldn't have been out of the hospital for the next day. Yes. So she had told me that her oldest tried committing suicide that first day that I confronted—first or second day I confronted her about Mm it. Um, And— Later on, whenever I told her, like, I've spoken with the detective and he said that he's going to put a warrant out for your arrest if you don't pay me. If you pay me right now, I'll drop this. Yeah. Like, I'll let it go. And she messaged me back hours later and was like, I'm terrified to go pick up my kids from school right now. Well, it's like, I thought your kid was in the hospital. Your child wouldn't be in school. Like, 24 hours after. 72. Yeah. And this had only been 48 hours. If that. 
Okay, so fast forward to today. Have you been paid? I have been paid. Hallelujah. <laughs> I was like, so she no longer has a warrant. No. Or anything else. No. But like, how long did it t- end up taking? Almost a week. Yeah. Almost that a is week. so crazy to it me. It took a detective finding her information and getting a hold of her to tell her he was going to put a warrant out for her arrest for her to pay me. That is wild. It had to get to that point. Right? It makes me feel like it's not the first time she's done something like this. Oh, I believe that. Just the fucking audacity. No, the audacity of people is insane. And I don't condone stealing ever, but it's one thing to steal from Walmart. You know, they have a budget set up for that. Yeah. And another thing to steal from a small business. Well, like also this, because it's a service. It's not like a product. Yeah. You're, it's not like replaceable. You're stealing time from me. Mm-hmm. You're stealing products. You're stealing, you know, the money I spent on my education, the money I'm spending on rent to even be able to come into work to do your hair. Like, it's just disrespectful. But And like that directly affects me because the money I make is what puts food on my table it's, mm-hmm. I'm not a big corporation no I think that's okay so the other thing I feel like that needs discussed as far as money and transitioning of hands is cancellation policies mm-hmm. I know hairstylists have gotten really strict about cancellation policies and I think it's good I think like anyone in the service industry like makeup artist hair Etc. I think it's very necessary for y'all to have those because same thing is like, first of all, you could actually get a paying client mm-hmm. and like 24 hours notice, unless it is like a true, true emergency is not unreasonable. No. Like 24 hours is normal, I would feel like. So you have a cancellation policy and I know that that's been an issue too, is like a lot of stylists deal with, but what is your like whole take on it? Because- Obviously, yes, life happens. We all know that. But I feel like people also need to, like, come to grips with reality. Yeah. I I mean, like you said, I feel like it's pretty easy to give somebody 24 hours notice or even notice at all yes. instead of just, just like, no not showing. showing up. Is that more common than, like, a, like, late response? I feel like... I don't get no-showed as often anymore. I did at the first salon I worked at because they really didn't enforce their policies, so Mm. clients just walked all over us. Okay. Um, But the past two years, I haven't gotten a ton of no-shows, but I've gotten more last-minute cancellations than anything. But everyone, whenever they sign up to ever be seen by you, they sign a cancellation policy. Mm-hmm. You you have to agree to it to even yes. book an appointment with me. Which is wild that then people try and fight it. Yeah. It's like, it's literally you signed the terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. It's literally the whole, like, agree to continue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was like, I literally just got on TikTok today and it was just like, the terms and services have updated. You need to sign this. And I was like, or just like read it or something. You have to yeah. like click on it. And I was like, oh man, I have to do that. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are really bad about not reading those kinds of things. Oh, 1000%. I don't read those when it pops up no. on TikTok. I was like, they all just get so used to them. I feel like it's a little different than booking an appointment with somebody. Well, if you see the word cancellation policy you're probably going to read it and be like, well, what does that apply to? Mm -hmm. Especially if it's like, hey, you're going to be charged this amount if you cancel. Mm -hmm. So what is like a typical cancellation policy? So if somebody cancels within less than 24 hours of their appointment, I do 50% of of what they were booked for. Yes. And I want to say in Texas, you can't charge 100%. Really? I don't think it's allowed because you can't make somebody pay for something that they, they didn't, didn't receive. receive. But okay. if you're only doing a percentage of it, then it's okay. I don't know all the specifics of the law. Um, I learned that in a group on Facebook called The Sovereign Stylist. They have lots of great resources oh, for hairstylists. Is it open to anyone? Just hairstylists. But like, can you, do you have to be like invited? 
No. Okay. You can request to join okay. it. Yeah. Well, that's a good plug for anyone because yeah. I know a lot of my friends are hairstylists even. So yeah, it's a great group to be a part of. Um, but that's also where I learned about theft of service. I just mm-hmm. think it's so insane. Why do you think the beauty community has so much drama around stuff like that? Because we're women. You think it's really just because it's women? <laughs> I think that like, has a lot th- to I do mean, with it. I kind of do too, but at the same time, I like question it because you would think that it should still at this point in time be like women supporting women. Like, but that's not I that life. is something I practice all the time. I love supporting other hairstylists, mm-hmm. but a lot of women aren't like that. Unfortunately, a lot of women view other women and other hairstylists as competition instead of community. Mm-hmm. And that that is what I feel like has a lot to do with it. Do you think a lot of it has to do with your following and that you like have taken off and grown and like continue to grow and people like look up to you now? Do you think that has anything to do with it as far as like if you do ever get like any type of like hate or something like that? The only time I've ever had an issue with I think somebody like being jealous of how quickly I've grown was when I worked at that salon we previously talked about. Mm -hmm. But since I left then things have been like nice and smooth. (laughs) Yes. The only hate I ever get is on TikTok and we all know how TikTok trolls can be. (sighs) I do love a good TikTok troll. I love when you get TikTok trolls, I should say, because I love your little comebacks to everyone. I love to talk mad cash shit to trolls. It makes me so happy because I'm just like, oh, let me go read all the comments And then I'm just like, where can I jump in at too? Because obviously I feel like it's my job as someone who supports you to like support you in that way too. I feel like when I first started getting hate comments like that, I wouldn't respond to them. Yeah. I would just ignore them. And then I got to a point where I was like, I'm going to say something. I'm going to have fun with this because I want to build a community of people who are like me. Mm-hmm. And if they see me sticking up for myself and the policies that I enforce and, you know, whatever on my TikTok page, then that's what's going to build my community yes. of like-minded people. So I started responding with videos and just having fun with it. And a lot of them went viral uh-huh. and grew my page a lot. I mean, I love it. It makes me happy. Also, I love that, like, it's typically always in your car. Yeah. It's like your car is like your little like sanctuary of like recording. It is. So it makes me happy because I'm the same way. It's like, are you one of those people that like you get somewhere and you just like sit in the car to decompress before you go in? Yep. I do that every morning before work. Yeah. Well, I know I've honked at you before and scared (laughs) you. So (laughs) whenever I'm there early in the morning, I'm like, ooh, I've had coffee already. Let's go. Yeah. My husband always wonders why I get up so early for work when I don't have to be there until a certain time. And it's because I want to get there early so I can sit in my car and get myself mentally prepared for the day that I'm about to have. Well, even like coming home, like if there's a good song on or something, I'm like, I have to sit in the car and finish the song. Mm -hmm. Like there's something about your car is like your sanctuary I don't know if guys are like that or if it's just women I feel like my husband is like that sometimes okay um there has been quite a few times where he has just sat in his truck Mm -hmm. whether it's just on the phone with people or he's watching a YouTube video like we have both just sat in his truck and hung out before and it's not because like we didn't have anything to do or anywhere to go hey it is what it is just hanging out okay so you have a class coming up. Yes. Um, when is that going to be? And are there still tickets available? Or is it sold out now? It is sold out. That is so exciting. Congrats. I'm so excited about it. I am a little nervous because it's going to be a pretty be just fine. big class. Big okay, class. Okay, so tell me everything about it. So it's this coming Monday, mm-hmm. which is August 7th, Okay, I believe. Um, we are... Me and one of my hairstylist friends, Marky, mm-hmm. uh, her handle is mirrored by Marky if you wanted to support her as well. Uh, we are teaching a class together and we are going over lived in color techniques. Love it. So very low maintenance kind of color. Um, I'm going to be working on one of my longtime friends. She is also a copper hair girly. Ooh, I was like, you transitioned me. So. Yes. Um, Love it. So I'll be doing her and then... Again, Marky's going to be doing like a lived-in color placement. Mm-hmm. So we'll be going over how we do these specific types of color, how we formulate, 
uh, how we style, and then we're going over social media and photography and content creating. Yeah, it's going to be like a six-hour class. It's six hours? Are you doing like lunch and everything for everyone? Okay, that's awesome. Where's it going to be at? It's going to be at Tribe Salon. Okay, that's exciting. I think she does booth rent and commission now. Okay. Uh, It's been a while since I've kind of talked to her about everything. Uh, I actually taught my first class ever at her salon. No way. So I'm really excited. And that was, it popped up in my Facebook memories the other Uh day. So it was almost exactly a year ago that I taught my first class. No way. Yeah. That's so cool. It's just like coming full circle then. Everything. Okay. So how did you meet Marky? I met Marky through TikTok. So is she in DFW? Yes. She's in like North Fort Worth towards Alliance. Okay. Somewhere in that area. I don't know exactly where. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know the name of her suites, but it's in this like shipping container type thing. Oh, that's and it's cool. painted like purple and green and Oh fun. It's really cool. Um, I've never been to it, but I've seen her post videos of it uh-huh. and it seems really neat. She's not accepting new clients at the moment though. Oh wow. That's great. Are you still accepting new clients? I am. Okay, good. Yes. I was like, that makes me happy. Cause I know all of my friends will reach out, like especially like on Instagram and stuff, and they're like, Who does your hair? And I'm always like, here. Here she mm-hmm. is. I think I've just been very lucky that I've always found good people to do my hair. And maybe yeah. that's just me because I know I've heard plenty of horror stories. Oh, yeah. So, I've had yeah. Quite a few clients come to me and be like, I've been to so many hairdressers before coming here and I just I don't know what to do with my hair at this well, point. Well, it's so scary because you like are putting your faith and trust in yeah. someone. And just like, I guess on the other side of the like spectrum is that you're having to like, be like, I'm probably going to pay, you know, three to maybe $500 for something. And you don't know what it's going to end up like, mm-hmm. like, which is scary. It is very scary. But also, I mean, that's kind of just what we all end up doing. And why is it so hard to tell someone you don't like something? I wonder the same thing. Like my issue is whenever I get my nails done. Okay. Yeah. I'm the same with my nails. I'm just like, if something's even like slightly crooked, I'm like, that's a little crooked. And I'm like, I can't tell them that though. Yeah. Why? There's been a couple of times where I have spoken up at a nail salon and they make me feel like I'm just stupid. Yes. Especially whenever they're just like, no, your finger's crooked. Gas, I'm like, gaslight the fuck out yes, of me. Thanks. They literally do. Or they're just like, I'm going to fix it. Like I'm not done yet. And I was like, yes, you were. Maybe that's what started the trauma for all of us is that is nail salons i don't know maybe i mean i've been getting my nails done since i was like probably like 15 or 16 Same. probably so, younger than that for me not regularly yeah but. i don't know i was like it's just one of those things is it's so hard because <laughs> you are like committing to something yeah and then if it turns out not to be the way you want it to be you're screwed I don't know. I was like, well, speaking of that is like commitment. You don't have commitment issues because you have all the tattoos. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> which I love is I like I always get excited when you're just like, I'm getting a new tattoo. Yes. So what's the plan for the bare arm, upper arm right now? I have an appointment in September. <gasps> Stop. Do you? Yes. Are you going to the same person or who, or who are you going to? The same to? person. He, okay. I don't let anybody but... Tyler Weisenberger. Okay. He's the owner of Red Rooster in Longview, Texas. It's a far drive, but he's uh-huh. worth it. I mean, my arms are almost covered. <laughs> um, but I've kind of just been letting him do his thing. Yeah. So that's the thing that like, that's bravery. I feel yeah. like because you clearly have a good relationship with him that you're able to just be like, just do whatever. Mm-hmm. How that's- did you, well, how did you like get into tattoos? Like, did you start with like one or did you like go like, I'm going to be balls to the wall from the beginning? It was always balls to the wall from the beginning, mm-hmm. but I kind of grew up in a tattoo shop. My okay. uncle did piercings at a tattoo shop in Waco. So I was always going up there to get piercings by him and mm-hmm. then just grew pretty fond of the owner of that shop. And he did my first tattoo literally the day I turned 18. My Stop, dad really pulled me out of school and paid for my first tattoo, which was I don't have any small tattoos other than my salon name that goes across my shin. That's the smallest one I have. So, like, since the beginning, I've go big or go home. I mean, I get that. It kind of checks out into your personality. So, I love it. It makes me happy. (laughs) Also, I think it's funny that whenever I first started to come see you, you brought up Waco. And I was like, wait, someone else knows Waco? Like, especially you being from there, it's different. Because, obviously, I just went to school there for a little while. 
But no one understands Waco unless you've actually lived there. Right. Like, people are just like, oh, I visited and I went to Georgia's. I'm like, that's not Waco. No. That is not Waco at all. I was like, there's a lot more to Waco than Georgia's off 35. Oh, for sure. Like, it's just crazy. And the people that go to Waco just for Magnolia. I've never been. I haven't either. I'm boycotting it, I think, because I'm from Waco. I don't care to go. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I just don't feel like a need to do that. I will say it's very strange to drive down 35, though, now and just everything on both sides, like right when you kind of get to Baylor and right before and after, everything's different looking. There is a Chick-fil-A in Bellmead, Texas now. That's weird. That is wild. That is crazy. Belmud. Has a Chick-fil-A. I never knew it was called Belmud. That's, that's I was what like, we I call love it. that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love that. I guess I typically I mean, I stuck around Baylor, but we would always wander and stuff, especially for parties. Yeah. So it's just completely different. What made you want to come to Fort Worth? So we moved here because my husband got a job up here as a ranch hand, mm-hmm. which was short-lived. Um the he worked for a lady out in Alito and she only had I think maybe 50 acres and three horses. So there just wasn't much for him to take care of. Yeah. So he quit and went back to welding and now he runs his own fence company. That's right. Is he still liking it? He does. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. I was like, that makes me so happy. Yeah. He, if anybody needs a fence or a gate done, I know somebody. Hey, I was like, we'll put everyone in touch easily. I was like, I love that. Does he ever have anything to say about, like, what you do? Or does he just, like, fully trust you know what you're doing? And he's just like, whatever. As far as, like, social media or it, what? I guess everything. Because you are so open about things in your life. And it's like, do you ever just kind of wish you're just like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Or, like, maybe I shouldn't have put that out there. I feel like I am open, but also not. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still a lot of stuff in my life that I don't share or talk about on social media. Um, I share a little bit more on TikTok. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I can just be more open on there, but definitely not on my hair page on Instagram. I agree with I that. Yeah. very much censored on there. I feel like I just have two complete different audiences on well, those so apps. That's how I feel with my, I guess, like Facebook and Instagram, because Facebook, I have like my full name. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's where like business people can find me also. So I'm very cautious of like, what gets posted. Right. And then Instagram is kind of where I'm just like, this is where me and my friends hang out. Yeah. Like I can kind of share stuff. But then I feel like kind of what you're saying is like, there's plenty of things that you haven't shared, but you and I obviously have a lot in common when it comes to like family upbringing. Oh yeah. And like, obviously we all have our little traumas and like, you know, family drama, et cetera. But there's something about, I think being going to like your hairstylist and just talking mm-hmm. about life. Like y'all end up basically being like little counselors. Yeah. And so I think it's nice though, because at least and I could be completely wrong, but at least you and I have been able to have a like relationship where we both share things. Yeah. for And sure. it's so nice because I think part of what I wanted to do with the podcast is just tell people you're not alone. Yeah. Like, there's other people going through yep. the same things you are. And it's crazy to think about a lot of people have gone through the exact same things that you have, which we kind of experienced. Yes, exactly. But I don't know. I was like, it it brings like a comfort. Yeah, it does. Because then it's also one of those things like so many people I've heard like will be the whole, you know, oh, I've got to go get my hair done. Oh, it's going to take this long and stuff. I'm never like sad about going to get no. my hair done because I'm like, Haley and I have a lot to catch up on. <laughs> yeah. Like who knows what we're going to talk about today. Everything's going to go everywhere, but it's like nice to also just be like, no, I was like, I get what you're saying. And like, here's a different perspective of how yeah. to like kind of look at it. And I, I really enjoy hearing different perspectives because I do have a hard time getting out of my own head mm-hmm. sometimes and my own way of thinking. So to have, you know, a fresh set of eyes come in and be like, you know, maybe think about it this way, or yeah. this is what I would do or say, you know, mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. I think it's just necessary. Mm-hmm. But also I feel like, especially with you being so active on social media, you probably also see so many different perspectives. And I feel like an algorithm could either go completely along with everything you're already thinking, 
or it could do like the exact opposite. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so it's one of those things. It's like, which one should, do I like, which path do I take? <laughs> yeah. It's like the one of least resistance or like the one that I'm definitely going to struggle with. Yeah. I don't know. It's just hard. I was like, it it's is. crazy though. I was like, TikTok is like therapy. It is. It is kind of like a little therapy though. I was like, it makes me happy at least. I love when people share like those little clips of what their therapist told them that day. Yes. I love like, those. I needed that. Oh, it always like hits you exactly like yes. what you're needing. You're Whenever just like, you see it, it's the most relevant thing that's going on I know, in your life like, at that how moment. How does it know? Yeah. How does it know? No, I was like, my favorite thing is obviously we send each other TikToks all the time. Yes. And whenever Jasper came out. Oh my God. And I remember like I'd been watching it and I was like laughing so hard. And I was just like, I can't send this to anyone. Everyone's going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> And you sent me one of the videos and you were like, don't laugh at, or you said something along the lines of like, I don't know if you'll think this is funny, but I'm dying. And I was like, oh my God, we are the same. <laughs> yes. I was like, and so then every single time I see anything Jasper related, I'm like, Haley has to I see this. I feel like Jasper is such a specific corner of TikTok. Do you know how many people I've mentioned Jasper to and they, they're just like, what I are you have no about? idea what you're talking about. Yep. And I'm just like, never mind. Yep. My husband looks at me like I'm crazy anytime I brought it up. And that's the things I'm like, if anyone listening or watching knows Jasper, you have to tell us because yes. it is such a like niche little thing. And Jasper disappeared from my feed for a while. Same. And then just I came back seen him for a while. Literally just came back like a day or two ago. And I was huh. like, oh my gosh, thank God. You'll have I was to like, send it okay. to me so I can get back on Jasper talk. Oh, it's just so good. I was like, what's your like TikTok on right now? Um, Right now it's on animals. Oh, just well, you, like did funny, just, you just got a kitty. Funny videos of animals, like I cats love, and dogs. I love dogs I could and cats. watch those all night. I think cats are just such assholes, but I will watch a video about an asshole cat all day. I, I don't feel like I'm a dog or a cat person. Okay. I really love all of my animals. I have two dogs and now three cats. And then you have some other animals too, right? Not anymore. Oh, no. I'm not sure... Which one you're referring to? We had a chameleon. Yeah, that one. Yeah, he passed away whenever we Aww. went to San Francisco last year. Oh, no. Carl Wayne. R.I.P. Yeah. Carl Wayne. That's a bummer. It, whenever we were gone, a cold front blew in and the house we were in previously just was not mm -hmm. very well insulated. So it just got oh, way no. too cold for him because, you know, they have to be in a warm, yeah. humid environment. So while we oh, were gone, it guy. just. Yeah. Mm. It sucked. Well, hopefully he's on a beach somewhere now. <laughs> yes. He's on a little heavenly beach yeah. now. Yeah. I was like, the struggle is real. I don't know. What is there an animal that you would really like to get and you just can't? A Maine Coon. Oh, yeah. I love those. It's like a They're cat so on fat. steroids. They're huge. It's like a dog, but cat. Yes. They're massive. I love them. Yeah. They're kind of scary looking. They're no, I was pretty like, wicked. I was like, my friend Monica and I always send each other like videos or pictures of like really fat Maine Coons. Mm -hmm. I was like, I absolutely agree with I that. I would love one, but no, probably. I never just feel get like it'd one. be so much hair. Yeah. And we already deal with that now with our blue healer. He's a blue healer uh, border collie mix. So oh, yep. he's got hair that's on the longer side, but not mm -hmm. quite as long as a border collie. Mm hmm. We deal with hair I, like something else. Well, I'm still like dog sitting for one of my friends and she has two dogs that are long haired and I literally went and got them shaved. And she, I was just like, these dogs are dying in this Texas heat right now. I was yeah. like, I'm going to take them to go get shaved. And they literally like turned into different animals. They were like, <laughs> they were so they're happy. They're so happy. They're literally like running around the house all the time now, like playing and doing stuff and like leaping over the couch. I'm like, oh my gosh, y'all are so happy to just have Love less that fur. for them. And also it's nice because I have less fur to clean up too. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's like, fair. Dogs are worth it though. Mm -hmm. See, I'm a dog person. But I think that's just because... I love them both for very yeah. different reasons. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Dogs, I feel like they're just so loyal to you and oh, yeah. so sweet. Like, you are their person. Mm -hmm. they, they only care about you. But cats have... They're like honey badgers. They don't give a shit. No, not at all. And that's what I love about them. See... The thing that I like is I need a cat that would talk, like one of those that makes all the weird noises. That's about the only way I want a cat because I think they're ridiculous. Yep. I have, so I need one of those. I have one of those. You do? His name is Dexter. 
We also call him Fat Man. <laughs> He's a little black and white tuxedo cat. Oh but my gosh, he is I love definitely it. the talker. Do you know about Nimbus on TikTok? No. How do you not know Nimbus? The one that it he's like a race familiar. car. They have him like basically tell him he's like a little race car because he like goes around like making weird noises. Oh, yeah. I think I know what okay. you're talking about. I was like, I'm not going to make cat race car noises. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because that's I'll never live that down. No. <laughs> no. I mean, he doesn't make a ton of like crazy noises, uh-huh. but he will definitely talk to you and let you know like love on me right now. Aw. I mean, I guess if I had a semi-lovable one, but if my thing is like the scratching. Yeah. Well, because you said you just got a cat yeah. too that disappeared for a little while today. <laughs> yep. He found him a little hole <laughs> underneath the couch. I was like, my favorite is the fact that he thought it was a snake. Oh yeah. So my husband, he got home from work today and I was obviously on my way here and he called me and was like, I can't find the cat anywhere. And he, I'm like, well, have you checked here? Have you checked here? And he's like, I've literally checked everywhere. I don't know where he is. Well, then I guess he decides to check underneath the couch again and like sticks his hand underneath it and like feels around and the cat moves. And he was like, oh, that's a snake. I mean, obviously it had to be an anaconda. Yeah. Initially, like for sure. An anaconda got in the house. That's all I think about. There's still times like if I go out to like a lake or something, like one of my friends like lake houses and I like open like the toilet lid I'm like there's gonna be a snake in there did you see the tiktok where that actually happened yes I think you sent it to me I might have yeah (laughs) I was like but that's the thing is I was just like that is my nightmare yes that is my literal nightmare of happening I I would die no I was like I had to kill a spider the other day (laughs) and I the neighbors probably thought I was absolutely batshit insane Because it was, like, I think it's called a wolf spider. Yeah. So it's just a little bit smaller than a tarantula. And it was under the trash can. And I, like, was rolling the trash can to the, like, corner. And all of a sudden it, like, scurried out. And I flipped. Because spiders are my no-no. Like, I'm just, like, absolutely not. Like, they terrify me because they're so fast and they have all those legs. And they typically have babies on their back. And just you never know what's going to happen. And so the next thing I do is I'm just like, I have to get this spider away from the house. Like, I have to kill it. Like, there's no option of like, first of all, I'm not going to save the spider. I'm not that person. Yeah. And so I go and I get the, like, spider spray I just bought. You have a spider spray? Yes. (laughs) It's for spiders. Yes. It's to kill them. It's like Raid. I didn't know that was a thing. There's Raid for spiders. And so got a brand new bottle. (laughs) Got very excited. Moved the trash can. Spider is like not moving and so i use half the bottle stop and soak the spider and then it like scurries a little bit more but i think i was like drowning him and i was like oh this is perfect but then i was like i have to murder him (laughs) like the spider has to die so then i took the recycling bin and i took the wheel and i just like slammed it into the spider but if the neighbors saw me out there like in my pajamas like no makeup nothing I look a mess. I'm holding like a thing of Raid and throwing a recycling bin (laughs) into the side of the house. I was like, they are going to think I am literally on something. No, it's just a spider. But he died. And there hasn't been another one yet. I think I left him there to tell all his little spider friends Mm -hmm. not to come back. But that reminds me of this video. I saw this woman holding a fly Underneath the water faucet. Oh, I, I, I think I said <laughs> to, say, did to I like, that to you yes. to tell all your friends. I think I might have sent it to you because I yes, sent it to my brother other, I too. Say, I was like, I was dying at that one. Yes. It's like, tell no. all your friends. Don't come around these parts. Nope. Nope. I'm about it. I don't like bugs either. No. I was like, it's just too many legs and wings. Yep. Especially the ones that like their legs are sticky. Ugh. No. Have you seen those like Zevo traps? That you, like, plug in the wall. It has, like, the blue light and, like, all the bugs are, like, drawn to it. No. And so they have them in their little plug-in for in your house now. And so all of them will be drawn to the light and get stuck on it. And then you can just, boop, throw it away. It's great. Got one. We might have to get one. Although, Target has them. We don't deal with a lot of bugs in our house. That's nice. We've been pretty fortunate in that area. Well, Carl Wayne probably helped with that beforehand, too. Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure. He was like, I got it, mom. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) The struggle is real. Okay, I guess let's get back to hair real fast because I know that we don't have too much more time. But what are the three trends you predict 
for fall hair this year, 2023? Um, I feel like copper is always going to trend in the fall. Okay. So that one for sure. And something I've noticed recently is the bronze. Mm-hmm. So not brunette, but not blonde, but a good mixture of both. I've been getting a lot of requests for that okay. lately. Um, and anything darker. Clients always want something darker in the fall. But I feel like a lot of clients have also asked for more shaggy layers. Okay, see, and, I, and see, I told you I wanted to finally get a haircut whenever I come yes. in next. Yes. So the struggle is real, though, because <laughs> I'm just, I think I want to try that. What is it? The butterfly cut? Isn't that what I sent you? Yeah, it's just. It's just a like a lot layered. of layers, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think Kate Davis, if anyone's on like TikTok, like Kate Davis, her like Instagram and TikTok, I feel like everyone kind of was like, I need my hair to look like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's got great hair. So, yeah. Um. So my hair. Taking me from blonde to copper. How was that for you? I loved it. I love it too. So it I makes love, me happy. I love doing blonde to copper. I mm-hmm. think it's so fun. Well, I think especially because it's such a change. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, I'm like, do I need a little dimension now? Because it's like faded. So that's why I was just like, what do I do? Like, what's the right? Th- Obviously, you know, I trust you to do whatever. Yeah. But decisions are just hard for me. I think that's one of the biggest things, too, is, like, it's, I think anyone who does their hair, you want to, like, change it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen you in, like, a month. So now what are we going to do? You never saw me with my pink hair. No. Yeah. I, I saw pink- you at, like, the end of the pink hair. <laughs> I had pink hair yeah. for a hot minute. Yeah. Um. I think we should do, like, a little bit of a face frame. Okay. I'm done. Yeah. Down. Maybe, like, a subtle money piece just to... I don't want to add too much light in the rest of your hair because, you know, fall is coming up Mm -hmm. and you don't want to go too light for that. Everyone has been like, if you go back blonde, blonde, I'm not going to like it. And I was like, (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to make promises, but I do love this hair. Yeah. I think it compliments you a lot more than the blonde did. Well, thank you. It brightens up your skin. I was like, I appreciate it. You know, I was like, it makes me happy to have (laughs) new hair and something different. I think the one thing that I was noticing, too, though, is, like, if someone was going to go copper, I didn't realize that there's so many different copper tones. Yes. And I'm not talking about the sunscreen, guys. I'm talking about, like, literal tones of copper. Because there was, like, I think the one I just saw trending is, like, cowgirl copper, which is, like, the more brown. Okay. So, like. It's, like, a darker. Like, what a natural redhead would be. Yeah, I guess. Kind of, like, almost auburny. Yeah. Though and so then there was also like the honey copper, which is like a strawberry blonde. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the biggest things that I think you know people need to know is yeah. that because whenever I went in first and had it done, you know we went very light with the mm-hmm. copper and it faded so fast. Yeah, and so then I was like, just go balls to the wall, mm-hmm. and I just let you do whatever. Yeah. So coppers, it's definitely a very wide spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, it could be like a strawberry blonde. It could be fire red copper. Mm-hmm. There's so many different kinds of coppers that you can do. And I think that's what I love about it so much because it's all so beautiful. And I really feel like it complements everybody. Oh, like absolutely. Yeah. just looks good on everyone. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you there. <laughs> so I like that. As far as then also extensions go. What would you tell someone, like, what are the, like, prep things that someone would need to do to know if they're a good extension candidate? Um, I can do extensions on it, pretty much anyone from very, the finest of fine hair to the thickest of thick hair. Um, but I would say it needs to be at least below your chin in order for it to blend well and not look like you have extensions in yeah um and then as far as like getting ready for it and to know that you're a good candidate for it is the maintenance of it I totally agree with that the biggest thing for me it is a very high maintenance thing to be low maintenance right Mm -hmm. but when I had mine in and also most of my clients they only wash their hair about once a week which in the long run it's not that often but when you have two rows of 22 inch it's extensions, exhausting 
and it's wash day and you yes. gotta blow dry them bad boys yes it's a lot of work it really is and it sounds like so like first world problems yes. but it straight up is is you're just like i'm exhausted yeah like it's blow drying your shoulder hair already workout. is yeah it's not fun i was like i'm a big fan of the air dry these days yes. obviously um, so then also with summer, obviously the biggest thing you've said is like making sure that people are taking care of their hair in the summer. Yes. And like I told you, I was like, I've been oiling my ends at night and everything. And like right before like I wash it, I do like an oil treatment or like yeah. a mask or something and like the, put it up for a while. The biggest thing in the summer is making sure that your hair is hydrated and moisturized because, you know, you're swimming in chlorine, you're swimming in salt water. You're out in the sun all the time. And a lot of people don't realize the sun really does dry out your hair. Whether you have extensions or not, it, like, sucks the life out of your hair. I mean, it can bleach your hair, Mm -hmm. y'all. Of course, it's going to dry out your hair. True story. So, moisture and hydration are the biggest things in summertime. And if you have extensions and you're blonde... Avoid sunscreens with avobenzone in it. They will turn your extensions orange. Orange? Yes. Oh. Sometimes like a peachy coral color, just depending on what how. What is that that's in it? It's an active ingredient. I don't know exactly what it is, but. I never knew that. It turns extensions orange. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds yeah. awful. And once your extensions get to that point, there's not a whole lot you can do to save them. Because uh, you really, you can't lighten extensions. You can't put bleach on them. It will ruin them because they've already gone through so many processes to be the color that they are when you order mm-hmm. it. So adding more lightener on top of that, it's just going to rip it to th- shreds, honestly. Oh my gosh. I would be so mad. So when that happens, your best bet is just to try to neutralize it with a toner. And 99% of the time when you're doing that, you have to tone it down a little bit. So are there any be- sunscreens that you know of that do that? Like, you know the names? It's almost every sunscreen that's not a mineral sunscreen. Really? Yes. Okay. I feel like that needs shared. So I'm very, thank you for sharing that. (laughs) You're welcome. That is wild. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't have my extensions anymore, but like that is as expensive as extensions are. Yeah. And then if they got run just by you trying to like take care of your skin. Literally. Please still wear your sunscreen. Don't not put sunscreen on just to avoid messing up your extensions. If you can't get your hands on a mineral sunscreen, just make sure your hair and extensions are just tied up out of the way before going ham with the sunscreen. Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. I had yeah. no idea. I didn't know that at all. Mm-hmm. See, look, still learning things. Yeah. Makes me so happy. <laughs> As like, you're just out here educating all the people for all the things. Makes yes. me happy. Okay, so what else is there that you would like to share with anyone maybe listening whenever it comes to hair, maybe if someone's starting their own hair journey, whether that be doing hair, maybe starting to get their hair done, like what about TikTok? What is something that you'd like to share like advice-wise to give people? Um, My advice to anybody that wants to start doing hair, you really gotta have a love for it because when you're first starting out you don't make a lot of money and I was fortunate to have a second income in my household to help me but that first you know six months to a year at least you're not making much so if you can't you know tough that out and have the love for it and the drive to push further and get out of that then it's gonna be really hard I can only imagine. Yeah. That, I was like, especially because, do you feel like the market's kind of like heavily saturated with stylists now also? Or do you feel like there's always still room? You just have to like kind of have something that makes you stand out. I think there is always room for more hairstylists because no hairstylist is the same. We mm-hmm. all do things differently. There is no right or wrong way to do something to an extent, I will say. Um but I think there's room for everybody because everybody wants their hair done. You know, there's yeah. enough clients to go around for everybody. I like that. I'm glad that you're very supportive of everyone yeah. out there. Makes me happy. I was like, see, this is why I just love having these <laughs> conversations with you. Also, everyone uh, either watching or listening, this is the first time Haley and I have gotten to like actually look at each other and have yes. a conversation. 
I feel like this is a very <laughs> intimate experience exactly. because it's we've so never weird. done it before. No. And that's the thing is like, I'm so used to literally looking at you in a mirror looking while at my you forehead. do. Yeah. While you're doing my <laughs> hair and you get to see me in a hideous cape. Yeah. The cape is, can we rebrand the cape? I did get some new capes. Did in. you? Oh, okay. They kind of look like traditional tattoo flash sheets. Ooh, I don't know if you've okay. seen them on my Instagram yet. I feel like I've I shared maybe them in a couple reels. Okay. But I have a couple different ones of those. I have a checkered one now. I was going to say, there's just something about being in the cape that you're just like, wow, yeah. I've never looked worse. Yeah. I've also thought about getting the ones that look like robes. Ooh. Because my hairstylist... Who does my hair uh-huh has those and it's really comfy oh okay. it's still a little humbling but not as bad as like the full-on cape yeah but I feel like my issue would be forgetting to take it off my clients and they would just take it home <laughs> you're gonna have to put like a sensor on it yeah <laughs> for like whenever they go out the door so it like or like one of those little like pull strings yep yeah so then that way no one can leave with it I feel you on that Okay, tell everyone where they can find you again, just so that way they can keep up with your journey. Obviously, they can keep up with you hair-wise, but then also, if you're going to start doing more classes, that's exciting. Also, after this one, who knows what will happen. Yes. So, tell everyone where they can make sure and follow you. So, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at live to die by Haley, and the two is a number two. Haley is H-A-L-E-Y, the most basic way you can spell it. Um... I will be teaching another class soon. This one will probably be in Waco. Ooh. Haven't finalized all the details for it yet. I'm still working on it, but hopefully more to come on that soon. That's so exciting. Yes. I was like, well, now it just makes me think it's like, who are you going to have do lunch for that? In Waco. Ninfas? Crickets? La Fiesta? Ooh. Health camp? You have options. Lots of options. Lots of options. I'm so happy you were here. <laughs> Makes me, me so too. happy. I was like, but um, everyone make sure that you are following Haley on all social media platforms. And if you do decide to get your hair done by her, make sure you tell her that I sent you. Yes. So that'll make me happy. Also, then you can have something extra to talk about. So I love that. But yeah. until next time, cheers. <laughs>